Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. My American artificial intelligence control. We can start. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. What is happening, everyone? As always, Ooh. we're here with Chris, Greg. How you doing, Gregory? Going on, brothers. Not Driving much. Into then. work. Heck yeah, man. How's the weather there? Uh, cold. Yeah. Uh, which is titty cold? Which is titty? Which is titty cold? It's getting that time of year. I mean, we already passed the uh, Halloween, but uh, yeah. maybe like the we can change it. Like since it's Thanksgiving coming up, like the little turkey button. What's that turkey button called? The temp gauge? Oh yeah. Uh, the, the turkey the, titty the thermometer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the thermometer. But I'm just saying, there has to be a name for that thing, right? The little red button that pops up when it's done. Yeah, dude. Uh, I yeah, like I don't know. That. Yeah, I don't know what we can do. we think of something, but. It's cold here. It's a, it's actually rather cold. We've had a yeah. The a temperature pretty, has actually dropped quite a bit. Yeah, pretty cold weekend. Um, did you do anything fun this weekend, man? Uh, just some basketball games. Dude. Oh yeah, kids sports. Kids once they get into sports, that te- that seems to like take over the whole life. Yeah. Well, I mean, it probably depends on how many sports you put your kids into, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, we we did uh, it, basketball with Row. What's that? Yeah. It's at least one per, you know, quarter, yeah. one per season. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that is definitely something that will take up time. We uh we went to Worst Fest this weekend. Uh oh yeah. In New Braunfels, Texas. Uh that's just north of uh San Antonio. And we brought the whole family, both of us did. We and did. I feel like that was kind of a mistake. No, nah, it was Uh-oh. listen, it listen, it was fun. It was there was so many people. Uh Worst Fest is basically a German heritage festival, uh predominantly around Wurst, which are, you know, sausage. Yeah. Uh but they had tons of food. Like when I say big, they have a whole like fairgrounds dedicated to this thing. It's been going on since the sixties. And and big, I'm talking the thousands and thousands and thousands, like a sea of people. Music everywhere, food everywhere, beer, people with beer jugs. Um, and there was like activity for the kids. They had a fair, they have other yeah. stuff, face painting and all that. But there wasn't a lot of kids there. Um, we, uh, yeah. So unfortunately when Chris got there, we didn't get to go to the fair. Uh, we did that earlier and that's where the kids are. Is it over in the, uh, <laughs> the fair part of the, the event? But no, it was, listen, we had, I had a pork chop on a stick. Uh, that is one of their mm. things that they're known for. And it's a, it's a really amazingly seasoned pork chop with a roll and it's shoved on a stick. Uh, they had sausage on a stick. They had all these different kind of like German foods that were, were delicious. And uh, beer was flowing. They were making bank, bro. Oh, yeah. So to kind of oh. put it into perspective, do you you remember Warp Tour, right? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. So that was, that's kind of the comparison about how the crowd was. Like you yep. had to, you had to swim your way through people. Yep. Yep. Okay. 
It was so when you say uh, they had beer jugs, people were drinking beer out of jugs. Like oh yeah, yeah. like jugs? you go by. Or were you talking about Stein? No, no, no. no e- each person was carrying around a pitcher of beer to themselves. Yeah, they, they had these. Uh, they oh, had these. Shit. So you can get glass. So you have to buy like beer tickets, and it's like a yeah. buck a ticket, and like beer is like seven tickets, which is like seven bucks. Uh, or you can buy these. Like they're kind of st- they're like jugs. I mean, they're basically uh, whatever, and, and they're plastic. They got like a handle on them and shit, and and there was people walking around with like seven of those things. Yeah, <laughs> like they were seven deep on those jugs, and they were just holding all of them in. Like you know, when you kind of stack glasses together, people were getting messed oh, yeah. up, dude. They were getting, but it was you know what? Uh, I will say this: we we got there a little before Chris did and his family, and we were walking around, and 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 people were very friendly, dude. Yeah. Like no, they were. I just wasn't expecting. That much? That many people? Yeah, it was a lot. Because like, we, and I was carrying around a fucking wagon with me, with yep. my kids in it. So I was oh, trying to yeah. surf through people while pulling a wagon. Yeah. And I was not the Yeah, people were, I mean, you know, people are, I will say, like, they are not rude. That is the one thing so far that I am absolutely loving is oh, yeah. the amount of people that are just, like, friendly. Because, like, the, when they see me with the stroller coming, they would, like, part the seas like well, Moses. And see, you know that what I'm saying? Was, that was the difference with me. I didn't have a stroller in front of me. Yeah, I had a wagon pulling. behind me. Yeah, yeah. So they'd see me coming and then move a little bit, but then I'd have a wagon and I'd run people's legs over and all kinds of shit. Yeah, and you also went to the aquarium, which I did the weekend before, took yeah. the kids to the aquarium. So there's like, we're trying to get that, we're at that point now where we're like trying to find stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're settled, but now we're trying to find the fun stuff to do and yeah. like what's out there, what's the possibilities. And obviously this festival is a big one. So we were like, Let's go. And I mean, it was a little bit of ways away. It was yeah, about an hour drive. I yeah. mean, traffic was a little, was not bad, I guess. It wasn't terrible, but getting out was, whew, there's a lot of cars leaving, though. Man, it was tough. Oh, I got out pretty good. Not me. Uh, anyways, so that was that. That was our fun weekend, man. It was pretty good. Something else I must say is we put up our Christmas tree. We did, too. Whoa. Yeah? No oh, shit. Yeah. We, we went are, and bought, we we went. one of those early Christmas uh, This is the earliest we have ever done it, and we went and bought one last night, and we put it up. Dang, that's really yeah, early. Yeah. Uh, for us, traditionally, we do it after Thanksgiving. <laughs> is uh, we 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 focus on Christmas preparations right after Thanksgiving. That's yeah, our, that's usually us too. But uh, boredom. Yeah, we're just like, yeah, fuck it, Let's do it. Why not, man? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Well, so I we go balls to the wall with Christmas decorations, so it's a lot of work. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, I don't want to just put this up just for three weeks. Like, yeah. we're gonna have this up for a couple of months. Minimum. Well, that's why you just got to leave it up till like February. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not oh, yeah. it's not starting yeah. early; it's ending late. Like, well, yeah, you should never take your Christmas stuff down at least till after the first of the year. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like nobody celebrates anything in the first part of the year. I mean, it's like New Year's, but like that doesn't really count. That's more just drinking and and whatever. But yeah, yeah you can keep that shit up until like I don't know, like St. Patty's Day. When uh, when me and Ash before we got married, we did this. We had a a duplex we were renting. And one year we, we had a Christmas tree. It was a fake one, obviously. And we kept it up as long as we could and just decorated it for every holiday that came through. Oh, that's cool. So we did like a, a New Year's oh, yeah. a New Year's tree. And then we did uh, a Valentine's tree. And then we did a St. Patrick's tree. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But, really, and yeah. then we got lazy and it, it kind of stayed at St. Patrick's. For a while. For a couple months. Until Christmas. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. we were like, yeah, let's take it down. Uh, hey, you yeah, know what? That's, that's actually what we do, dude. We have like a, a black Halloween tree that we put up for Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have a red red tree that we have that's up right now. We're going to keep that up for Valentine's Day. Yeah, I for, yeah. I know like talking to, to my wife, we were just like, uh, you know, this year like for, for um, Thanksgiving, it's like going to be Chris and Ash. We're going to be hanging out. We don't really like we're not around family. So it's like 
do we really need to decorate that much? You know, like there's not that many people are going to see it. So, yeah, but you don't do it for other people. Well, we're going to put the tree up. We, we're yeah. going to do that. That's that's a given. But I'm no. saying as far as like the all the other decorations, like eh, it's probably not going to be as much as we normally. We don't do. ever have anyone at our house and we always decorated the shit out of our house. Hey, man, you got to do it for yourself. Yeah, yeah, we just enjoy it and the kids love it. Yeah, Dave. Come on, Dave. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's all good, man. It's all good. I respect you guys are <laughs> knocking it out ahead of time, dude. You're proactive. I like it. Uh, as bah far- hum day. Yeah, geez. <laughs> bah hum day. No, That's man, funny. I love Christmas, dude. It's, it <laughs> always feels good. Christmas always feels good. Yeah. Uh, it's that time of year where you just like, you feel happy uh, in general. And I know some people reverse that and say it's the worst time of year and it's very stressful. And I'm sure it is for a lot I know, of Ash, we, we left the store last night after we bought our, we bought the tree because we didn't have one, obviously. We're living in the fifth wheel. Yeah. And we bought a bunch of decorations and stuff, and we're walking back to the car after the store, and Ash is like, we just bought a bunch of decorations, and I feel good. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. She's like, I am in such a Where good mood right now. Where did we put the tree? Oh, yeah. it's uh like the right when you walk in the door, there was a place where we put all our shoes, and we just moved that and put it right there. So it's like okay, our our, our sectional comes around top. right there, and then there's the kitchen counter behind there, and it's kind of in between. Yeah, is there anything you can do on the top of your RV? Like, uh, oh, definitely. Do. I'm definitely like, going to be buying some some blow up shit and putting it on the top of my fifth wheel. Yeah, dude. There's this place. <laughs> there's this place here called At Home. Uh, that's like a store that's literally like a Lowe's for just like home decor. I took Chris. Oh, and got yeah. Some stuff. They have like 25 foot inflatables. They're just they literally are bending on the ceiling because they're so big. And I'm like, dude, they're 200 bucks. I'm wow. like. Get one, dude. Get one for the trailer. <laughs> Put a giant Santa up there. Oh, yeah. Why not, dude? Why not? Be 50 feet in the air. Yeah. Why not? Uh, dude, so as far as like news, dude, this this coming up here, uh, we have the, uh, was it FTX? Is that? Oh, yeah. We have that. I want to get yeah. into that. I want to do a quick update on um, some of the election results. Uh, we were kind of talking before the show, getting prepared. Uh, a lot of, now, Greg, I think you said it best, like, you can't trust all these articles. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as who's calling what so far. Um, but Carrie Lake, seemingly there was a large uh, dump of ballots and it kind of put her behind is what they're they're saying. Is that accurate, Chris? Yeah. Uh, so she's seemingly behind right now. Um, I just looked up because obviously you're in Washington State. We were in Washington, so it means something to us too because we have family there. Joe Kent, he is down just under 5,000 votes with 95% in. Still have not called that race yet. And, Greg, you were saying something about there's still votes to be counted. How many votes there? Yeah, so last night I looked, and I think it was like CNBC or somebody was calling that uh, Joe Kent had lost, and it would be like the first time in 12 years that a Democrat was voted in. Mm. So it's just, it's not likely but you never know. I yeah. mean, it is Washington State. There's a bunch of tards up here. So, uh, you know, and then I looked at um, Joe Kent on Instagram because I think that he had to put a video out just kind of clarifying what's going on. Yeah. And he said that, like, as of now, which, I mean, the video was, what, 9, 8, 9 p.m. when he put it out. He said something like there's 12,000 votes left to count. So it's going to be down to the wire. It's not over yet. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's not over. It's definitely not Which over. Which is fucking ridiculous in itself. But the 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 one thing that's concerning, uh, whether he wins or loses, the concerning thing is, is I really do feel like that this was his for the taking. Um, this seat was. And it's concerning that it's this close and that he doesn't have the lead going. Like, you know, 
you can always come back from uh, you know being down. That's why I like the NBA, right? They're down by yeah. a couple points. There's only a minute you left. Yeah. You can make that comeback. That that happens, and it's cool when it does. But I just feel like he should be up 5,000. He should be up 10,000. He should be up more than that. Well, he, what's con- what's concerning is that it's taken over a week to count this shit. And, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like it, it makes you wonder what's going on behind the scenes when it takes you a week to count something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have an advantage there. You know what the initial numbers are, and you can do whatever the hell you want behind the scenes. Well, yeah, and it's like I was saying before the show, like you have these these places like Maricopa and Washington State and all, all this shit having yeah. so much trouble counting up their ballots, and it's taking them forever. But then you got places like Florida and, and Texas who has double the fucking population, yeah, and they're they're done in no time. So yeah. what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah, it's... Um... I, yeah, this sucks because we actually know people that work in the area of counting and, and, and the voting system and stuff. And, and like, you don't want to think that anything's fun, funky, but it, it does seem weird that like in our district that we were in, your district, yeah. um, that that area would be hard to count. I, I feel like it's not that popular. I mean, it's populated, but it's nothing like a major city. Yeah. And it just seems weird that it's taken this long to get to 95%. Because on the, on, on the initial day we were here doing with Drinking Bros, it was at 65% at the end of the night. The yep. next day, or actually two days later, was at 70. So 5% in a day and a half, day, day and a half. I find that very like weird. I find that weird. Like, what, 5%? You yeah. What's that? It's suspicious. It's, uh, it's very suspicious. It's just like, how is it only 5%? Like, when you're talking a district like that, now, I don't know how many people are in that district that Joe Kent's running for. Uh, what is it, District 3? Yeah. Is it 3? I can't remember now. Yeah, yep. Um, I don't know yep. how many people are actually in there, but 5%, that feels like it's only going to be, like, tens of thousands of votes. Yeah. Like, like what, are you well, only working four or five hours a day? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I'll put it, I'll put it this way. Um, Terrence Williams, median on Twitter, basically just got a, a tweet flag for saying, yeah, it's funny that whenever you uh, you have like a state or a city that needs more than just election day to count their ballots, mm-hmm. it tends to end up in the Democrats' favor. Yeah, well, uh, so he's not wrong. I, we, we were talking about this before the show. He's not wrong. Uh, I will say that it tends to be, yeah, I mean, those areas are the most problematic for whatever reason. Uh, if it's a Democrat-ran city, a major city, a major district, like, those are the most problematic, but they are Democratic. Now, see, the one thing I would say is is your district, District 3, is not that democratically ran. You know no. what I mean? It's, it's been very red for the most part, and it's still having problems. Yeah, it says here, District 3 population is 781,000 people. So, yeah, I mean... Not that big. Yeah, that's not that big. I mean, it's just numbers, but it's not that big. We have... Here in Texas, there are cities that have bigger populations than that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we'll see what, what's going on with with uh, Joe Kent. Um, it's that's it's a little concerning. It's a little bit concerning. Uh, and I, I venture to... What do you think it is? What, I mean, what do you think it is? Like, why is this so tight? Well, I can't talk about it on YouTube, so that's what I think it is. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, that's that's where that's where it's at. Uh, you don't think that there's anything as far as candidate choice or any of that kind of stuff? No, I mean, I think Joe Kent was the guy. I think everybody knew he was the guy. Um, I think John had a lead. You know what? Like, she gained a lot of votes. She gained a lot of support. Mm-hmm. You could argue that there's 
that support for Heidi St. John that is a never Kent, you know, they'll just never vote. Maybe they just didn't show up. I don't know what percentage of, you know, each county actually showed up to actually vote. But I know in the midterms, it's usually pretty low. Sure. Yeah. Um, but this, this midterm, just like every other freaking election was being pushed as like the end of the world. The world depends on this election. So get out and vote. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It could be, it could be a mixture of things, but there's, there's a word that starts with F that I can't really talk about right now. So I think okay. that there's a lot of, a lot of things that just don't add up. Suspicious stuff. There's statistical anomalies that you can't really say for a, the exact meaning is the F word, but things just look very suspicious. They look odd. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It'd be worth, I mean, it'd be nice to be able to talk to some people and figure out like what's, what's going on here. Yeah. Some, I, I would think some, some people and places definitely need to be asked questions, but there's like to, to, you know, to kind of end it for me on this topic, like there are like what I was saying a couple days ago about like only falling to one thing, you know what I'm saying? Like this is the reason, uh, I mean, We've seen like an increase of like, you know, people coming into the area, uh, you know, from out outskirts. I mean, when we sold our home there, we sold it to somebody that was coming from Seattle area um, and pretty blue, apparently. But who's the Democrat that Joe Kent's going against? Like, I don't even know her name. Uh, Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. I mean, Chris has said it a bazillion times, man. Vote blue no matter who. Yeah, I mean that motto is real. That's a real model, and, and and so people don't even care that they don't know who she is. You know what I'm saying? Like they just go, hey, I'm not voting for Kent. But you it's know? also it's also vote red no matter who. Yes. Oh no, vote red no matter who said. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, that sounds dumb. No, it's uh, you know like vote it, red till you're dead. There's, uh, I think you're. Oh shit. Uh, to, vote red till what? <laughs> till you're dead. Oh wow. Because then the Democratic Party picks you up after that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, vote red <laughs> even after you're dead. Uh, that's, that's what it yeah. should be. Uh, no, it's going to be interesting, man. I, I think that there's a lot of things that are playing into this picture, not just one uh, personally. Um, and I think we need to figure out those things. That's what I was saying the other day. Is we can't just uh, settle on one thing that could be funky i think there's a few things that are problematic and portland not getting their shit together is problematic for those districts because people are fleeing portland and they're going to where is available and where's cheaper and unfortunately or fortunately for them uh Callis county was always very cheap compared to what portland was offering and when i sold my first house it was to a portland guy when i sold my second house it was to a seattle person to say that people aren't moving in there because it's cheaper is, is would be wrong to say. And I mean, Portland and, and Oregon in particular is just getting worse and worse. They mm-hmm. just passed a bill saying you, in order to even buy uh, a weapon, you need to have a permit. Okay. So Yeah, that's true. But there's also a lot of people moving from Washington, California to Texas. You know, like a lot yeah. of people yeah. are moving to Austin. And you can't just assume that they're going to vote Democrat just because they're moving from a liberal place to a, a Texas, you know, a Republican place, but well, I think I think like, a lot of people fleeing or leaving because the, of how shitty it is. I mean, that's I'm still pretty firm on that. That uh, you're leaving California yeah, because it's jobs. garbage. Now, there's, there's some a lot of jobs. There's a lot of tech and stuff opening up. And yeah, all. there's definitely yeah, some. And I and I said that I was on the show the other day that like uh, Samsung's going to be opening up like a massive uh, uh, chip plant here mm-hmm. in the next decade or five years or some shit. Yeah, of course those things bring in the people that are not favorable but at the same time like there's there's other stuff going on you know like it's hard to pinpoint one thing is ultimately what it comes down to yeah 
So, anyways, uh, I agree. Yeah, I, you know, but you're not wrong. Let's put it that way. You're not wrong because, unfortunately, uh, you can't say things. But you, I, I know where you're going with it, and I and I think there are some things that are funky. Yep. So, um, but you want to get into this? Uh, you want to get into this topic real quick here? This uh, FTX stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, man. Okay, so um, gateway pundit what, in here. What exactly happened? It's like this billion-dollar Ponzi scheme. Well, so FDX is a big uh, cryptocurrency exchange company, right? And they filed bankruptcy. Well, come to find so out, they it's fi- an exchange company, or is it an actual cryptocurrency itself? It's an exchange company. Okay. So right. they ended up filed ba- filing bankruptcy, which. I mean, normally wouldn't be a big deal, but it comes to find out that there was all kinds of sketchy transactions upon doing so. Hmm. And then the uh, CEO of FTX uh, fled the country. Yeah, so this was the the headline here. Tens of billions of U.S. dollars were transferred to Ukraine then using FTX cryptocurrency. The funds were laundered back to the Democrats in the U.S., uh, and then it kind of just gives you a little title here. It says, uh, we have information that the tens of billions of dollars going to the Ukraine were actually laundered back to the U.S. to corrupt Democrats and elites using FTX currency, uh, cryptocurrency. Now the money is gone. FTX is now bankrupt. Uh, and the dude who's some like 20-something-year-old. Like 20, 25, 27 years old. Uh, he looks like, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's he's hiding somewhere and and chris you said that you'd heard that they had actually yeah, found him possibly it, it sounds like he's he's got picked up and is being questioned or whatever in the bahamas don't know if yeah, that's there's several of them. is that accurate though yeah yeah i think he's being detained and um what what happens to him we'll see but the, the i mean this guy has been supported by many democrats many uh, mainstream people i mean Tom Brady, I think, was in a lot of ads. Yeah, he was doing commercials for him. So his name is Sam Bankman Fried. Uh, said, amid the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, the CEO of FTX, Sam Bankman Fried, has come forward to help a crypto donation project. He humbly announced the FTX will be supporting the Ukrainian Ministry of Finance and other communities in collecting crypto no- donations for the country. The Ukrainian government has received over $60 million in crypto donations from all over the world. FTX's CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, highlighted that the war in Ukraine has been dragging on. The country is in full need of humanitarian help and access to global financial infrastructure, which we saw uh, Ukraine coming out saying they hope that China can help rebuild them, which yeah. is very, very funny. But we've we've actually talked about this like before, that like the money that's being sent over there, like it's, it's I think it was like, what, 18%? I mean, some like low number that they're actually getting to the front lines. It's, it, all that money that's coming is not fully going into what they say it's going to. Yeah. So where is it going? And then, you know, you're asking like that China can help like, you know, rebuild uh, business and stuff in Ukraine, which is funky to me, quite funky. Well, yeah. this say, I think they said like $10 million was sent back to Democrats, but for 40 or do they have any proof of this was like a money laundering thing? So the, I don't know about actual proof of laundering, yeah. but I, I do know that people have done digging and they are it turns out that the, they are the second largest uh don donator to the dnc just behind george soros yeah it was forty thousand dollars that he donated recently so he was supposedly the second largest uh it says the well, word, he's, yeah. they've been donating millions 
yeah. over time. Well, this just this reminded me of the Act Blue Corporation that was funneling money towards the Democrats, Bernie yep. Sanders, and Biden. Yeah, and that's and a good point. As soon as I saw this, I was just like, this is exactly what we just talked about. It fits the glove, you know? Yep. The glove fits. So it says the word is now out. Democrats sent tens of billions to Ukraine, then laundered this money back to the Democrat pockets and funds in the U.S. Now the company is bankrupt. The funds are nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah. There is no money. Um, and what is this here? Information was shared on Twitter, and we can confirm from our sources that it is accurate. Yeah. Take that for what it is. Uh, it said in the early hours, it appears that tens of billions of American, quote, military aid to Ukraine, which was allegedly to be used to fight Russia, was cash that Ukraine, quote, did not use the, to fight the Russians, but instead invested in FTX. And as you might guess from the bankruptcy filing, it now seems that all that money is gone. Yes, you read that correctly. Instead of using U.S. military aid to fight Russia, Ukraine invested part of all of it, part of all of it into FTX. And right now it looks like all the money is gone. Democrat donations. Also at the early hours, it is also it also appears that the chief of FTX, Sam Blankman Fried, was the number two donor for the Democrats. He was only outspent by George Soros himself. It seems Ukraine was receiving money from the U.S. Ukraine sent it to FTX and FTX sent it to the Democrats as yep. uh, donations. Uh, hmm. And so in the hours, appears that some observ- observers to be pure criminal money laundering. Now, listen, this is this is their take. Uh, we don't have all that proof to kind of talk about that. But the FTX thing is odd because to your point, Greg, what you just said about the uh, blue thing, I can't remember what it was called. Right Act, blue. Act blue. Act blue. We've seen it before where money is being put in like uh, to BLM and then Charities. all that BLM money goes into money to George, uh, to uh, Bernie Sanders, to, you know, Fetterman probably, you know, to all these people. It, it, and you're not getting the opportunity. You send it to BLM because you support that cause. But, but BLM then, turns around and uses it to support their cause, which I guess is the same thing, but maybe But not. usually not because they're not telling you everything they're doing. Yeah. Um, it says here, Disclosed TV put out, uh, the FTX crypto exchange held $900 million in easily sellable assets against $9 billion of liabilities the day before it collapsed. Yeah. Um, Greg, are you able to hear video and audio from our end? I, I can't remember. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. go okay. ahead and try it. Um, so I have a video here on uh, on our bookmarks, and it's of of um, the dude. Uh, what's his name? Sam. Is it Fried or Freed? F R I E D. Sam Bankman Fried, but F R I E D. I think it's I think it's uh, pronounced Freed. Freed. Okay. Fried. No, like Freed. Uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Sam Bankman Freed. So supposedly this is the kid. Uh, Sam, he, he, he looks, um, he looks like a Twitter employee. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of does. He kind of looks like he should be in that role from what's that movie with, uh, with, uh, McLovin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Super bad. Super bad. He's a super bad character for sure. Um, but this is a video I found. It's like two minutes, but it's, uh, breaks down right before all this kind of came out, what this kid is doing. Yeah. And it is interesting. So let's just hear what this guy has to say real quick. But Sam is not a traditional billionaire because he believes in the concept of earn to give. Which Socialism. means his goal as a human is to make as much money as possible just to give it away. Earn to give. And that's hmm. exactly what he's doing. So let's say that you have $100 and you want to figure out what, what you can do with it to help the world. Earning to give is thinking about which causes, which charities save the most lives per dollar. This $100 can go as far as it possibly can to help the world. 
Last year, this 29-year-old guy donated $50 million. Next year, he's planning to donate $500 million a year. And next decade, he will probably give away more than $10 billion. Straight to the DNC, baby. Yeah. The amount of good that you can do uh, for the future of the world is, is really large. And it's way more than you can do to actually make yourself happy with anything like that. Okay, pause. We don't really need to go farther with it. Um, so let me tell you about this a little quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to give away $100 million to the DNC. <laughs> yeah, so I was unable to hear any of that. But I, I, I think you just kind of spilled the beans right there. So they gave a shitload of money. The DNC. No, he, he didn't say that. He did that. not say that. He, he did not say he was going to give money. But he, no, what it is is he said that he's this year he's able to give like fifty million dollars away. Next year he plans to give a hundred million away, and then the next decade it's going to be like a, a ten billion dollars yeah. he's going to give away. And his thing is he wants to get rich so that he can give it away. Uh huh. Sure. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Said no one. <laughs> so right. he's he's twenty nine. Um, he's twenty nine years old. And so here's the deal. Like, remember in the past we've talked about these guys, these like uh, useful idiots. Um, is this yep. guy in a situation where he's got himself? So let's let's try to be fair to him. Let's say that he really is trying to be uh, a guy who's doing better for society, taking money and giving donations. Let's say he's he's legit. I mean, to say that they don't like to use legit people in their favor, uh, does he know what's going on? Are they putting money in? Because say he votes, uh, if he's going to donate anyways, companies do donate to the DNC and the RNC. Oh, yeah. So if if they know that he's a donating company that is going to donate to the DNC, they can use his platform knowing that he's going to send money back. And the more he makes, the more he'll, he'll Which I shouldn't, donate. Which I don't think should be allowed in the first place. Yeah. Well, I think if he's the owner, there's, there's got to be uh, like responsibility on his end. So I'm sure he knows what he's responsible for and what he's accountable for if things go bad. And that's why he's being detained right now. Because I, I, like when you are like the CEO of a company that manages a shitload of money mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it goes missing, yeah, yeah you better know that you're and then you run. probably going to prison. Yeah. He, he ran. Yeah, yeah. He he fled the country. He knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, it's, it's hard for me to believe that a 29 year old is um is that deep, but I guess it's very possible. Well, if you, but I mean, do you think it's possible that they could have got him into a situation where he is stuck? I mean, where he like had this idea, and then they ended up twisting that idea. Ukraine involved, you know, the DNC is involved. Dude, I, to me, it sounds like he's a handler, just like. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein was for like the more uh, trafficking side of things, but this guy is more for the cryptocurrency financial institution type of uh, guy. And I, he's just a handler that if anything goes down, you get rid of the handler, everybody behind that paywall, so to speak, will be protected. Yeah. But why would you do that? I, I, why I would think, you do I that? I think handler is the wrong word. I think he's a fall guy. Yeah, the same thing. A, hand, like, a handler he handled handled the money, and then if anybody falls, he's also the fall guy. Yeah, but wouldn't he know that? Like, wouldn't you think that most people know that? Like, if you're getting in a situation where you there's there's some some funny business Unless going you're on, just an idiot. Yeah, but I mean, dude, that's a, that's where I'm saying, like, where do you draw the line of idiot? Like, the guy has made a company where he was donating millions, right? Like, yeah. I don't know what to, but he was donating millions, so he created this company. 
He seems like he's nerdy enough he, to he, be smart. He may be uh, smart enough financially and, and numbers-wise, but that doesn't mean he's smart enough to realize when he's being taken advantage of or being used. Yeah. Well, let me let me put it this way. Like, I have no doubt that Jeffrey Epstein um, was compromised as far as, hey, Jeffrey, you do this stuff or you're going to be put in jail for your sexual interests. And we all kind of know what he was into, right? Oh, yeah. Agreed. So maybe this, maybe this guy, I don't know, maybe this guy, this uh, Sam... Blankman or whatever the fuck his name is. Kind of the same thing, but kind of the same thing, but on the financial side of it. But see, but yeah, see, Epstein got caught with shit. Epstein had like lots to gain. Like Epstein was living well. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure like this kid is too. Well, I don't so know this guy. Yeah, uh, you think? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was traveling around with celebrities, Tom Brady, all these people propping him up. Dude, yes, I, this guy was a billionaire, if not you know a millionaire, but he was. He was living the dream, bro. He was handling a shitload of money, going on like tour, going all these places. And he was 29 years old. So I think that they, they even had magazine articles about how this guy is like the up and coming new wave of like financier. Like this guy is unbelievably talented and knowledgeable in finances mm. for his age. But, so, it, was, but so, it all got yeah. corrupted. So I'm curious then how long that video, when that came out, because uh, that did not scream billionaire, the apartment that he lived in. Uh, just saying. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really like the idea of, like, assuming that because he's around famous people that he's a billionaire. Um, he has a company. He has a company. And, like, you know, whether we, you know, interview people or, you know, drinking bros interviewing Tim pools and it doesn't mean they're billionaires. It just means that they're in a business that other people want to be involved with. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I Mar- well, market, market watch, no market watch says, uh, before the collapse, his net worth was $16 billion. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. But that's based off of his money, dude. That's not shocking. I mean, well, what do you mean? That's, I'm just saying net worth, like, that's, yeah. Yeah, he's a billionaire, bro. Well, Kanye was a billionaire until a day ago or a couple days ago. I'm just saying net worth is not, like, necessarily, like, you have those assets ready to use. Like, he has a company that has hundreds of millions of dollars, is getting massive Mm -hmm. amounts. I'm just saying, like, that doesn't mean that he's swimming in a mansion, dude. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he he has stake in a bunch of shit with, with, he also has billions of dollars in. So Alameda was valued around seven point four. He has His stake in that. Uh, so I mean, it's worth looking into because this is kind of developing right now. And yeah. and you're right. Like, I, what I don't want to do is just like assume that this is all on him. Like, there's a couple avenues to this. Um, that's interesting. Like when he fled the country. I know you just said that, yeah. Chris. Like, I look at it like we know what the Clintons are capable of. <laughs> uh, is it fear of like is he know that he's in the wrong which is very likely that he he got in with the wrong crowd he knows he's wrong and he's fleeing because he knows he's guilty like he had or like we said before maybe he was so naive to that that he was being used or taken advantage of well, maybe and, and then fr- he yeah. just realized what's going what's going down and he's like I'm getting the fuck out of here he's freaking out or maybe he was just coincidentally planning a trip to leave the country at the same time that he got caught <laughs> Uh, I mean that is a possibility, but highly sure, doubt it. Sure. <laughs> if we really, if we really want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt, I'm sure yeah. it was all just a coincidence. I no, mean, I don't think it's, who I don't think it's a coincidence. But I mean, here's the bottom line: like, where does this ever lead to? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It, it, where no does it lead to? This guy. 
Yeah, yeah but it leads to this guy getting arrested. That's it. The only difference is now, uh, who controls the house now that could do an investigation on this? Yeah, but will they? You know, that's always the thing. That's all. That that is the thing. Will they? Yeah, I want. Listen, if he's guilty, like he needs to be, he needs to be locked up, bro. Um, but my thing that that bothers me the most, about and whoever this, was benefiting from it. Yeah, but that's the thing is, it's always the guy, like the the party that that does it, right? If this guy created the company that enables it to happen, sure. I mean, you could put a lot of guilt on this guy. Um, but the people that were actually using it nothing you know what i'm saying like no no like you're not going to know who did it like nothing to ukraine nothing to like the dnc for getting funds from them well now the one thing that should be easier to track is crypto so when you say it all goes missing how does it go missing i don't know for my understanding my understanding of crypto is everything is tracked like you have an audit trail for every transaction so don't tell us that it's missing okay it's fucking crypto yeah but what how, how do you get crypto I have no idea. I imagine you take your you cash. I know, but I'm saying you take your cash and you invest it into crypto. Am I wrong? Yeah, like you, there's like a trader app or something. Yeah, so what, what I'm saying is this crypto to me is like it's a fake currency. You know what I'm saying? It's something that's computer created. Yeah. And so you're taking your hard-earned bills. You're sending over to get crypto. And I could be wrong because I don't know shit about crypto. But you're taking well, your bills. Well, sure, but I'm yeah. saying like not to not not to if I go to Walgreens right now, they're not worthless. You know what I'm saying? Like I can still buy something. So my point is, is everybody's taking their money and they're sending to this guy to get crypto. Where's the hard cash going? That's the that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got real cash, like not just crypto. He's got real cash. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's holding up dollar bills in his video and shit. Like he's he, there's real money in there, not just crypto. Well, well, for sure, but like. Crypto can be cashed out, dude. That's what people do with it. Yes. I mean, there's a there's a value for crypto for each different currency of crypto. And depending on what you have, you can trade that out for cash. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. That's how you get the money. But they went bankrupt. So how does that work? Like if, if I invest in a product from a company and they go bankrupt and I try to return that product, like they're going, we're not a company anymore. Well, you can't get it back if they fucking liquidated it all that's what i'm saying yeah like all that so that's all why, that money that's was, is, is, is is literally like like pieces of sawdust it's nothing well it liquidating the, it just because there was a number there they go bankrupt and now all of a sudden now all this money is gone doesn't mean they didn't cash it out they could have dude i think we need to get a finance person on this show to talk us through this shit because like i have no idea how i don't either shit works i don't either I, I, I don't. And, yeah. and, and that's clear, dude. I want to be very clear to everybody. Like, we're not, we don't, I don't own any crypto. No. Uh, so to act like I know a lot about it, I don't. Um, but at the end of the day, like, really the discussion comes down to, like, how true is this whole thing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely articles about it. There's people talking about it. It's in the news. It's definitely a developing thing. It's a developing thing. Like, is it his fault? Is it not his fault? Like, I, that's to be seen. Um, I do think that uh, political figures take advantage of companies as much as they can. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure the guy's guilty, but like, I'm also not going to just run out and say like this guy's the uh, he's the the Epstein of this whole thing. Like that's that's like a lot, dude. Like Epstein was a huge no, figure. I think he's the he's the fall guy of this whole thing, and I don't know if he's like a, as big as Epstein. That was just like a you know in yeah. the moment type of comparison, but. I feel like he's going to be the fall guy just like Epstein was the fall guy. 
Yeah. You know? Like you're saying, this is all, uh, regardless of who was involved, it's they're going to hope that it ends with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. You know, too. if he, he goes to jail, then you find him on a rope, you know? Yeah, and, but uh, like obviously, the company that supposedly is worth billions, uh, I would imagine that there's records, at least some records, of transactions and who's going to where. Because obviously, oh, yeah. they've already got it, right? If they if they're able, whether they're lying out their teeth or not, to say this much money went to the DNC and this is how much Ukraine has invested, they obviously have some record available that they can look at that thing, or they wouldn't say it. Or, I mean, I guess they could say it, arguably. But I'm just saying, like, maybe at some point, like, it's going to expose things. But are they just going to say, hey, we just uh, we just invested in a project like uh, we didn't know what was going on. That's what they're going to do. They're going to yeah. say, like, we didn't know that yeah. he was doing that. We didn't know that Ukraine was involved, except for the, the trail going right back to the DNC. Well, and here's the deal, like, like a big fucking loop there on the night of the election. There was like an article talking about Zelensky keeping close eye on the election, because obviously if it swung a certain way. Uh, funding for Ukraine would probably go down the shitter. Oh, yeah. Um, so when you're talking about a country who's, uh, and that was actually a different article that I had, and I, I wish I still had it, but it was an interesting one about all the money that's going into Ukraine right now is actually, they are in serious debt to multiple countries. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of people saying that they needed to negotiate with Russia um, so that they can kind of end this thing because they realize that when the money runs out, they are going to be a debt nation of beyond belief. Uh, and so let's try to work this out because they're going to be losing a lot of money. <laughs> so, dude, that's a good point. Are we like pumping all this money into Ukraine to make them the ones that kind of shit the bed? I don't know. Like it's it's kind of weird just to think about why why is the U.S. sending so much freaking money over there mm -hmm. if only what eighteen percent is actually going towards the war? Well, I mean, you it could makes you wonder. Well, yeah, and you could argue that. Um, the same thing with China, right? Giving money out to countries. Like, we owe China a ton of money. Like, when you when a country owes you so much, right, mm -hmm. then you literally, they work for you until that debt is paid. Yeah. I mean, you, you can make them do whatever you want. So, like, there's an argument to be said where maybe, uh, you know, these countries are investing a ton of money. And trust me, they're, they're probably using it to them. some extent. Um, you know, obviously, they're trying to supposedly fight Russia, and that's happening. So, obviously, some money's going to that. But at the end of the day, man... When all the shit settles and everything's over and Russia's not invading anymore and this is that, they're gonna. There's these countries that are gonna go, hey man, you remember that time I gave you, um, I don't know, fucking billion dollars, yeah, where's uh, the fifty billion dollars? Hey, can you do me a favor? Where's the payback on that? You know what I'm saying? Like it's you're owning it. You're owning this country now. Yeah, that's the big concern about Biden being president. I mean, the blackmail that China had on him and his mm. son. Everybody's concerned about it. You know, no one wants to question that either. Yeah, so we have the uh, G20 summit happening uh, yeah, right now. Yeah, uh, did you oh, get it? Yeah, did you see any of the clips from this or no? I I saw the one that you guys shared where Joe Biden looks like he's freaking part of the Star Trek clan. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, him and Trudeau, they uh, he shows up they, and they're in matching outfits, different colors, but same style. Yeah, they they went to the uh, clearance rack of Sears. They got the uh, Kim Jong Un special. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe maybe the uh, Hillary Clinton special. I don't know which one because she wears these funky suits, but it's got that. It's just that look of that like almost futuristic like Hunger Games. Dude, you know what? It, you know what it reminded me of was Klaus Schwab. Sure. Yes. Oh yeah. Klaus yes. Schwab was wearing that crazy, Ve a very Mister Evil look or Doctor yeah, Evil. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Evil. I just watched that with my kids the other day. <laughs> 
Not appropriate for the kids. I had to have them leave the room multiple times. But hey, uh, regardless, he comes in, Biden, wearing this gray. Uh, it's, you know, very clean lines. The buttons are very clean. It's got the little short yeah. collars. Trudeau's wearing like a gold color. Well, it is. It's like a, it's almost like a greenish, like a earthy. It's earthy. It's kind of earthy. Uh, I did. I gold? did notice. Maybe it is um, gold. I don't. What's up? So Trudeau is walking with Biden like he used to walk with the queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Chris said very that. Very close. Yeah. Well, and, and I noticed he just kind of leading Biden around. Yep. Uh, go ahead and play this real fast for the uh, beautiful audience. Oh, God. Shut that shit out here. There Jesus. we go. God, he stumbles around, though. But they're wearing the same color, like blue pants. Yeah, it's a, that's a kind of a greenish color. Uh, yeah. See, it hits a light, and it's kind of got a gold hue. Yeah. Well, you can see, like, they're all walking slower than they normally would because they have to keep him next to them. Did they give out some, like, honorary jackets for everybody? Is that what's going know. on? I don't know. Is there, like, a certain dress code style? No, actually, there's not because we have another video of him, uh, Joe Biden, in, or meeting Xi Jinping. Oh, yeah. Um, where he shakes his hand. He's wearing something different. And and uh, he's wearing his, his normal blue. typical black, blue suit. Did you see the video of him uh, meeting Xi Jinping? I did not know. Yeah, so he comes up and he stumbles in. Uh, he's standing there and Joe Biden walks up. Shakes his hand. Shakes his hand. Handshake. Kind fist bump. <laughs> Xi Jinping's like, I hate this guy. And so Biden much. like scratches his nose and he's like, oh, I really want to smell you. Yeah, he does. He tries to. Um, he, here he, he goes. Oh, he comes in. He's like... <laughs> it's close, cl- close. Call. He can't help himself. Yeah. No, he's not. He wasn't that close. But I just think that in his head, he's like, whatever he's wearing, uh, I want, I want that. Um, a lot of people are just saying he looks even more frail than normal. And uh, what does that say? Because he's very frail, anyways. Yeah. But uh, he, it's almost like he's just a kid on a on a trip. He's on a field trip. He's on a field trip. Like he doesn't he doesn't come across like he means business. He doesn't come across like. Uh, Hey, you know, I'm the most powerful man in the world. And it's, it's really like alarming, uh, to see him yeah. in this, in this state. Honestly, it's not, it's not a good look for the country. I don't know. But what is G20 anyways? I mean, what are they do? What are they doing there? Uh, talking okay. about world shit and yeah. And having some wine. Is that what it is mostly? Yeah. Planning the, the takeover of the world. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good. Yeah. Nothing ever, yeah, nothing, g- good nothing good ever comes from anything. Uh, I don't know. I, I, a I, bunch of climate bullshit. Yeah, I, I've never followed the G20 stuff, honestly. Like, I, I've always heard of it, and we see the it. The last and, few ones have been really big about the climate change shit, but then they all fly there on their private jets. And, oh, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. the hypocr- hypocrisy is the all-time high during that meeting. Um. Yeah, any any final words on that stuff, Greg? No. No. <laughs> um, I will say this. Uh, I had a very disappointing weekend with sports i gotta be honest with you um not friendly to me uh oregon ducks lost to washington which was crap uh they are now out of the playoffs but did you, i know i know and then uh yeah i mean you know blazers lost a close one in dallas yeah. it was but it was a good game uh what did you think of seahawks in germany playing against the bucks greg did you get to watch that Dude, i did so i didn't get to watch that that was on at like what six in the morning yeah on a day that i actually get to sleep in so i'm like nah Seahawks, I like to watch them, but it's yeah. not worth it. So I got to yeah, watch I, it. It looked like a close game. Uh, well, it wasn't. Um, the Seahawks definitely came back in the fourth quarter and put on a really valiant effort. 
Uh, and it was a it was a good game. I got to actually watch it because for us it was about eight a.m. that it started, which was I was up and ready to go. Um, but my thing was really just like the uh, being in Germany. This is the first uh, game regular season game in Germany, and the the stadium was was uh, packed, bro. I mean, it was packed, packed, packed. Yeah. And uh, they actually said that when they came out with the tickets for this game in Germany, there were four hundred thousand Americans trying to get tickets oh, wow. for the game. Um, wow. So a lot of people Great. trying to get into it, uh, and a lot of Americans did get tickets to it, but a lot of Germans obviously got tickets as well. And the crowd was fantastic, bro. And it kind of kind of gives you that thing where, like, they were just having a great time, dude. A lot of people were saying, like, sports really brings people together. And Chris was like, eh, you know. I think it's just, like, they're... <laughs> Chris like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does. It does, absolutely. But um, I also think that, like, anytime you can get away from all the bullshit that's happening in the world... I think that's more of it. Uh, it just... You can cut loose. You can have a beer. You a can momentary distraction. But did you get to see them singing John Denver? No, I saw that you guys saved a country, or well, a couple clips of the country roads. Everybody was the whole stadium. The whole stadium was singing, bro. It was like really, wow. really. It was a cool, like it was a cool thing. And and there was like the announcers were just like, "Look at this! They're singing John Denver." Oh my god, I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> uh, go ahead and play this uh, quick uh, who clip here. Thought? Who would have thought? This is. Uh, I don't know if this is going to even like be acceptable on YouTube. Honestly, um, I don't know. Well, you got it on uh, Twitter, don't you? Yeah, we have it on Twitter. But the people are actually just singing. So, like, that's different yeah. than the actual. As one. This, uh, this is awesome. This is literally awesome. This is so Listen cool. to this. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it, dude. They're all, like, hugging. They have their arms around each other, and they're swinging back and yeah. forth, and they have beers in their hand. Uh, that Seahawks fan doesn't look impeeled at all right now. She was she had to go poop. All right, so John Denver. This is awesome. This is literally happening. Listen to this. Dude, that guy just did he just come a little? Uh, it's it's cool, man. This is literally happening. He says. I showed Chris, and he was like, "I mean, you were just like, dude, that's pretty rad. That's pretty rad. No, that's cool. That like." I mean, you, and Dave brought up a good point when he was showing me this. He's like, for everyone to say America doesn't have any kind of culture, this proves they're full of shit. Yeah. Because yeah. you got a, a yeah. whole stadium in another country singing an American country song. Yeah. So. Well, and just like other other people doing the the United States, uh, not Pledge of Allegiance, but our, our national anthem and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that happens. Well, yeah, no, I, I think. Remember a, the Hong Kong protest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people's uh, argument to it is that, like, we're such a melting pot that, like, when you... And it's there is some truth to it, right? When yeah. you go to eat out, like, there's there's Mexican restaurants, there's German imagine. restaurants. I mean, we really have, like, this, this pot of just everything available. And, like, what is really, like, the American food? And that's, like, your cheeseburgers and hot dogs, supposedly. But there's way more than that. But, no, it's like we, ha- we create our own music. We have, like, our own style. Like, country music, to me, is very, like, American. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying... That it was completely originated or one way or the other, but it's very American. Yeah. Uh, rap is very American. Um, there's definitely like, a, I mean, a lot of culture to this, to this country. And it's, it is really cool to see like in Germany, like everybody singing, enjoying a song and just and enjoying a moment. That's yeah. really what was the coolest thing is that they were just enjoying the moment and like hugging. You got Seahawks fans hugging on Bucks fans. 
You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, in America, that would be beer getting tossed on them, <laughs> uh, fist fights. Um, so, you know, and there's actually other Dude, I, uniforms, bro. There's literally like 49ers uniforms. I see a Green, a Green Bay Packer. Green Bay. There's a Rams uniform. Like NFL fans in Germany just were like, holy crap, I want to go no matter who this is. Yeah, yeah. the same thing with foot, uh, soccer, too. The other football. Um, yes. There's a ton of support for that over here as well. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But I will say that Tom Brady remains undefeated in Europe games. So whenever he has to travel over to Europe to play, yep. he always wins. And the, as soon as this FTX stuff came out, you know, because Tom Brady's divorcing his wife, Giselle. Yes. Yep. And. He's, he's kind of had a down year. I have him as a fantasy football quarterback. So I'm like, what the hell, Brady? Come on. You were always the consistent quarterback, but what's going on here? And everybody's kind of saying, is this because of his divorce? You know, his performance is poor oh, because sure. of his divorce. But now that you see that he's all up in this business of this FTX stuff, ooh, what if he's implicated in this as well? Yeah. I mean, at what point do we just say like people like like a certain company and they invest in it and thinking that it's going to be and it's crypto, bro. Everybody's yeah. on Twitter, on TikTok talking about investing crypto. I know, and we just saw a huge crypto drop, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember which company, but I mean, like, are you shocked that it's like getting invested in by people that have a ton of money to to invest in this stuff? Well, I don't know that many celebrities that are invested in it, but I definitely know Tom Brady was doing a lot of shit for him. So as far as kickbacks and what money he got from it, I don't know. Yeah. So that's that's to be determined. Sure. But sure. I just that was at the back of my head where I'm like going like, okay, well maybe he's playing poorly because he's kind of worried about this FTX thing. Well, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, his wife and him have been together for for quite a while, and that was like a pretty su- surprising situation when they when they were separated. Now obviously they're getting divorced. I can only imagine they have kids. Am I wrong? Oh yeah. So I mean, that's that sucks. I mean, that, that that sucks. And and obviously with them playing, they're what five and five now. Like who knows? They, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, bro. He could easily come and win a Super Bowl. You never freaking know with him. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, you came back to play for a five and five team and lost your family because you just couldn't stay home and enjoy retirement. So that's got to weigh in a little bit as well. Dude, yes. Sure. Uh-huh. Also, did you say that, or did you see that Tom Brady says that his wife is a quote good witch? No, no. He says his wife was a witch. Yeah, so she like practices rituals and shit. What? <laughs> I mean, uh, why? Why are we surprised? Yeah. But she was a model, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, she's beautiful. But I'm just saying, she was in that in that industry, bro. And we've seen some weird shit coming out of there, you know. Uh, yeah, because this is a, this is a quote, dude. He goes, "About four years ago, we were playing the Seahawks, and she said, you better listen to me. This is the year, or this is your year, but this is all the things you're going to have to do to win.' And I did all those things. By God, you know, it worked. So, like, he, he she gave Tom Brady <laughs> like this set of things to do with her like witch ritual, and he won the Super Bowl, bro." I mean, it sounds like something that like Aaron Rodgers would do. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's more in the realm of like spiritual, like weirdness. You know what I mean? Yes. Hmm. Uh, real quick, uh, 10 minutes ago from Twitter, uh, just in from Insider Paper, Amazon plans to fire 10,000 employees as soon as this week. So, yeah, I saw that. So they're, they're, I mean, that is now Everyone's Twitter, coming. Meta, and now Amazon. So, 
that was some poor planning with the uh, <laughs> pandemic period. I'm not going to say much. Uh, but yeah, this is holiday time too, baby. We need my packages now. Yeah, that you're you're actually accurate on that. Like of all the time to you would oh, think yeah. that they would need these extra employees. Like how bloated were these people? Extremely, extremely bloated. Holy mackerel! Uh, anyways, dude, good episode, man. I, I enjoyed that stuff. I enjoyed it. Uh, oh yeah. I'm curious about this uh, this this stuff with the crypto. It's um, I don't know where to. I'm not gonna. I'm reserving my kind of ideas until we learn a little bit more. Uh, I, I, cause I think it's like very loose ended and you're seeing some articles that are interesting and I think it's going to be, some people are making some ties that are very interesting, but, uh, I think it's only, it's probably going to get juicier or it's going to be a complete fucking dud. Could. What do you think, Greg? Good. Yeah. I'm keeping my eye on Brady, Giselle, and maybe that's why the divorce they're splitting up because of this FTX debacle. Same thing with, uh, you know, I think that's why Bill Gates and his wife, well, Kevin Gates. I think whatever the hell is <laughs> call, call him what he is. Kevin Klein. Yeah, Kevin Klein Gates. Well, yeah, I think that they, they split up to to separate these finances. I, or it's like mm. you have to pay less. There's some reason why people get divorced before they have to go to some sort of that would make That would make sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so the tran- transfer some that. funds and they don't lose everything? Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on that shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's uh, listen, it's interesting stuff, and I and I definitely have a feeling that this is going to come up again in another show. Oh yeah, uh, because over the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear more and figure out was this guy really detained? Was he not detained? Who was really putting money in? Who was putting money in, knowing what was going on? Who was putting money in that did not know what was going on? Uh, there's lots of questions. Well, about and then it. as soon as they start digging into it, they're going to find out the roots and which money we're taking. And then that's going to be a big one too, where yeah. the money was yeah, actually cool. going. Yeah, man, uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but keep your eye on those last bits of election results are coming in. I mean, some only five percent left. Katie Hobbs and the uh, Carrie Lake, yep, still there, still getting votes in. So we will we will see what happens. We will know next year the final results of uh, the midterm. Yeah, next next election we will know the election <laughs> results for this election. So. <laughs> Uh, Greg, always a pleasure talking to you, man. All right. Pleasure, guys. Sayonara. We'll talk to you later, dude. Chris, cheers to you, buddy. Oh, my gosh. You don't have a drink? Here, fist bump my drink. You guys take care of yourselves. Have a good night. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.